You're with Cape Talk. This is John Matham on Afternoon Drive. Uh, the book review, two thrillers, um, both of them very good examples of their genre. Neither of them genres that I particularly fancy, but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't tell you about them because you might like the genre and you might go rub your hands. And um, Andy McNabb, um, who's one of the one of the best former special services soldiers who's turned to writing about special services type people who are the still in the special service who have left. Um, he, um, he has a new book, which is called Shadow State, and in it he introduces um, a new character, a brilliant cryptographer and cyber weapons specialist. He's, uh, his name is Nathan Pike, Nathan Pike, I, be, um, I beg your pardon, and he is available for hire. He can penetrate any cyber security system. He's not bad with his hands and with weapons as well, but primarily it is his mind that sets him apart. And in this first series, he gets involved with um, people who operate out of Salvador, out of Central America, other Central American countries, out of Rwanda, rare earth metals are involved. There's cross, double cross and triple cross, and the action moves at a galloping pace. Uh, he's he's good at what he does. So if you've enjoyed previous Andy McNabb novels, then I'm sure that you will enjoy Shadow State as well. And then, if you like, the Alexander McCall Smith, you know, this sort of gentle problem-solving character where none of the violence is 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 bloody you know the language is quite refined and it's it's all sort of miss marple gentle like and there is um i discovered an author called cj farrington and his central character is olga pushkin in the first book was called death death on the trans-siberian express and the most recently published second book is blood on the siberian snow and olga pushkin is somebody who works for the russian railways and she works for the russian railways in a very remote part of siberia where very little happens except weather extremes except that people get killed and somehow she blunders her way into solving those murders and again it's gentle the violence happens off stage there's a cast of village characters so kind of you know sally andrews tunny cook sister whatever that character's name is the south african ones and so everything is is sweet and rural and charming and yes there's a murder but don't worry it's going to be solved and people are going to fall in and out of love but everything will be fine not my favorite genre as i say but if you like um the Sally Andrew books and if you like the Alexander McCall ma um um ma ramo ramo wets ramo wetsi what can't remember if you like those then you pr- probably going to like Blood on the Siberian Snow, an Olga Pushkin mystery by C.J. Farrington. And um, I, I don't have nearly enough time to do justice to Salman Rushdie's latest novel, which is called Victory City. And it was written before he was attacked at a public event recently and uh, was, was stabbed and has um, had serious health consequences as a result of it. And in this latest novel, which is... It's just so good. It's so full of fantasy and fun and enjoyment. And, and it's, it's magic realism. It's the India of Salman Rushdie's birth. And it tells a fabulous and partly 
true and partly and wholly almost untrue story of a real place, Vijayanagar, Victory City. And a long time ago, it was the seat of a powerful empire that occupied most of southern India. And on the surface, things were perfect. Underneath the surface, things were not perfect. And this is the tale which has supposedly been found, dug up, which was written at the time by somebody who was getting a message from the gods. And it's just, it's impossible, I think, to to tell people what a Salman Rushdie novel is unless you've read a Salman Rushdie novel. If you've read a Salman Rushdie novel and enjoyed the early ones, he's really back on top form with this one. He just takes such joy in language. He takes such joy in establishing fantabulist situations and communicates those joys so successfully. So, you know, Salman Rushdie's not for everybody. You've got to acknowledge that. But for Salman Rushdie fans, the latest Victory City is pretty amazing. And then the non-fiction book is... Um, by Sander van der Linden, and Sander van der Linden is a um, a professor of psycholo- social psychology at the University of Cambridge, and his field of study is human belief systems. And his latest book is called Why We Fall for Misinformation and How to Build Immunity. And the first part of the book explains why humans accept things as true or false and sets out a kind of um, academic background for how to fend off misinformation. The central metaphor in the book is that misinformation is a virus which infects the mind, the individual mind and the communal mind. And like a virus, it spreads from person to person. So we need an effective remedy. We need, a, if you like, a psychological vaccine against fake news. So he goes into some detail about why we're susceptible. He uh, talks about why falsehoods persist, and he explains how to inoculate ourselves and others. Debunking doesn't work. Once a piece of misinformation, a piece of fake news, has become established, it doesn't matter how many times you try to debunk it and say it is not based on observable evidence. It is fake news. It just doesn't work. So he comes up with the concept of pre-bunking to fend off misinformation before it takes hold. And at the center of it all is, is a kind of human truth, perhaps not a very comfortable human truth, which is that we humans embrace the familiar. So the easiest way to spread a lie is to just keep repeating it. You know, um, 75% of people who voted for Donald Trump still believe that the 2020 election was rigged. And no matter how much you tell them that it wasn't rigged, the lie has been established and will stick with them until they die. People who believe that the moon landing was faked take no cognizance, cognizance of the fact that for it, there were 400,000 employees at NASA at the time that the moon landing happened. And not one of those 400,000 people has come forward with evidence to prove that the moon landing was faked. And yet some people persist in believing that the moon landing was faked. So, yeah, um, I mean, obviously, if you are a subscriber, perhaps even a 
disseminator of fake news yourself, this is not going to be comfortable reading for you. It's not a book that you are going to want to buy or pick up off a second-hand uh, stall at a church fete, but it's, it gives a very readable and engaging insight into the spread of misinformation and how we might individually and as a society counter it. It's called Fooled Proof, While We Fall for Misinformation and How to Build Immunity by Sander van der Linden.